it's Andrew Duncan here. This is the Agent Monday podcast. Today we're going to talk about how to make sure your clients, your selling clients, have a positive experience, that they feel good about their sales experience with you, even if the sale price they achieve might be disappointing to them, might be less than what they wanted when they set out to start this process. It's super easy to create happy clients in a hot market, right? Where you know you appraise it at eight hundred thousand, and then there's twenty four offers, and you end up selling it for a million and fifty. Like, cool, everyone can have happy clients then. But what about when the market's on a downward spiral, or when it's really hard to sell? What about when it takes a hundred days to sell a house, and you get two offers, you know, and it ends up being a hundred and fifty grand below what you appraised it for? How do you have happy clients then? How do you ensure that those people are going to refer you to their friends and family in future? Uh, it is possible. Uh, I've worked in really tough markets myself over the years, and I'm going to share with you some of the tips I personally used when I was selling to achieve exactly, exactly this, really. So, Let me get straight into it. I know you're short on time, so I'm going to rip through these pretty quickly. Uh, If you've got any questions, feel free to hit me up. You can email andrew at agentmonday.co.nz. I'm sure there'll be something here that you can build into your business to just ensure that you um, can create as positive an an experience as you can for your clients moving forward. I'm going to start with a quote uh, that was taught to me by the great Colin Dick, who was a coach of mine for years and an incredibly smart real estate educator. Um, And that is, great service makes the unacceptable acceptable. If you take nothing else from this podcast, write that down, cement it in your mind, write it above, you know, put it on your wall above your computer so you get reminded of it all the time. Great service makes the unacceptable acceptable. If owners feel like you've left no stone unturned, you've worked your butt off, you've been on their side, you've done everything you could to maximize the value of their home, then it's so much easier for them to accept a price that's lower than what they originally hoped and to feel okay about that most importantly. There's no one price for any house, right? The market will pay what it'll pay to some extent. But how your owners feel about that process at the end is what really matters, more so than the actual dollar amount. So I'm going to run through this this process from the start. The first important step to think about, uh, it, it doesn't start when you're presenting an offer. It starts right back at the start when you're presenting your appraisal and how you talk about price in your listing process. First key point is you want to coach owners through your appraisal. You know, we have to provide a CMA. We have to provide an estimated selling range to an owner and back that up with recent sales. And so it's important to tell owners that, hey, you know, we've picked out the most recent sales that we see as being hopefully kind of comparable to your home, but no one really knows until we put your home on the market what's actually going to happen. Every home is different. As you'll see with these comparable sales, All of these, you know, none of these are exactly like your home. And some of these are two months ago, three months ago, six months ago. And the market's changing all the time. And those buyers that paid those prices aren't there now. But there are other buyers that have come into the market since then. So Mr. and Mrs. Owner, 
really I'm a marketer, not a valuer. Uh, and my job is to take your home to the market and get as many people uh, as possible to be aware that it's for sale and hopefully get as many of them as possible to fall in love with your home. And we know if we do that, then we're going to maximize your chances of getting a really good result. So that's my focus. Let's go out and make it happen. A lot of times you'll end up in a situation where the owners will say like, well, right, we, we don't want to sell it for any less. You know, say your appraisal is like 800 to 850. The owner might say, well, we don't want to sell it for a cent less than 950. That's our bottom line. And at that point, I would use a phrase like, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, if that price is out there, I'm confident this is the marketing approach that will find it. I'm not sure if that price is out there, but I'm going to fight tooth and nail to get it for you. What I will, what I can assure you of is I'm going to put this marketing plan in place that I know has worked for other owners to get them a great result. I'll bring you the best the market can pay and then it'll be your choice what you do with it. So you're moving the conversation from what the owner wants, which is cool, which is totally okay. They're allowed to want what they want and every owner wants as much as they can get. And you're switching that reference point to, hey, that's totally okay. If it's out there, we'll find it. But our job and our role is to find the best the market will pay. And then it's up to you what you do with that. Okay. So a couple of really clear points there that you want to emphasize. The market and your marketing will control what's what comes to the owner. But you're going to make sure it's their choice. They, they, you are not, you're not going to pressure them into accepting or doing anything they don't want to do. It's their choice, okay? They've got autonomy over that. That's really critical throughout this whole process that your owners feel like they're in control, right? Your job is to bring them the market. It's up to the owners what they do with it. And that should drive your thinking through this whole kind of price discussion process. As you get into the marketing, you'll have in mind that your owners want, you know, 950, right? And, and your gut feel might be that the market is going to be more around 8 to 850. Now, you can reference that throughout the marketing. So maybe you've had a couple of open homes and you've had a bunch of people through the home and you're talking to the owner about how it's going. And, you know, you'd say, remind the owner, right? Like, or, or give them an update on what's going on. You might say, look, we've got a couple of people interested. Um, no one's talking about making an offer yet, but it's still early days. Or maybe you might be along the lines of, hey, we've got you know three people interested right now. No one's talking at that kind of 950 level. Um, but as I said earlier, we're going to get the, the absolute best we can. The best uh, price feedback we can get you is offers on paper. We don't have that yet, but we're going to keep following up and keep pushing and, and keep working until we get that. Uh, and that's the kind of the best feedback I can give you on what the market thinks of the, of the value of your home. So you're just keeping on referencing back to the market and and letting the market speak uh, and that you'll you'll get the very best you can from that market for the owners the next step is you want to prepare the owners well in advance of any like deadline that you might be working to so if you've got a tender date or an auction date or a deadline sale date you want to prepare them so they know what to expect what you don't want to have is a situation where the owner wants 950 you know the market's not at that level but you haven't pre pre-warned them of what to expect. And so you get to the deadline and they're thinking, oh, great, this marketing's been going well. We've got 30 groups to the home. We're waiting for all these offers at 9.50 to turn up. Now, if that's not the case, then you need to make sure they know about that well in advance of the deadline day. 
So what that might look like in practice is maybe uh, you are talking to them on the phone three days before the auction or three days before the deadline and you might say, look, we've got three people that have registered as bidders or two people that are putting in offers uh, and, you know, like as far as I'm aware, they're not talking at that kind of, you know, 950 level yet. In fact, they could be, you know, a lot lower than what we had hoped. But the goal for us is just to get them in the game. Like, let's get them on paper and see if we can work with them to try and get to a price that you're happy with. So what you're doing there is is telling the owners, look, be ready for anything. And you can actually say that. I would say that to owners before the tender deadline date. Say, look, this is coming up. You know, we're hopeful that we might get one or two offers, but we don't know for sure. Please be ready for anything. Um, If we get you a good price, that's cool. If we get you a price that's less than what you want, we can negotiate with it. If we get no offers at all, we've got a plan for that too. So this kind of prefacing what the outcomes could be is critical. So I'm going to go through this again. So I would talk to the owners in the weeks leading up to the tender and specifically a couple of days before the tender and kind of on the day. And the messaging would be along the lines of Mr. and Mrs. Owner, tender date's coming up on Thursday at one o'clock or the auction is or the deadline or whatever. Mr. and Mrs. Owner, please be ready for anything. We've got a couple of people that are interested, but they're not on paper yet. We're going to do everything we can to get them on paper but we don't know that until they actually sign on the dotted line. There's a few possible outcomes. One is we end up with a, an offer which you're really over the moon about, and that's super cool. Um, and we can talk about you know what to what to do with it and, and where we go from there. Um, another possible outcome is we get a few offers that are less than what you wanted, in which case we can negotiate with them and we can talk about the options there. We might get a couple of offers that are really low that you don't want anything to do with. And I'm going to encourage you at the time to look at negotiating with those just to see if we can get them to a point where you where you would be comfortable with them. Uh, and there is a possibility we get no offers at all, right? So please just be ready for anything. But whatever does happen, we've got a plan of how we're going to help you through that. If it's a case of getting no offers at all, um, we've got strategies we can employ. We've got next stage marketing that we can look at, which is going to create the interest that we need so this is mr and mrs owner this is just one step in the process all right now that's so important because you're preparing them for any possible eventuality even if you know you've got a really good offer coming in it's really smart to prepare them for each possible eventuality what the what you don't want is an owner going into that deadline expecting a really good offer when there's not one coming it's all about managing expectations this is the key now, when it comes to actually presenting offers, hopefully you've got some. Um, if you don't, I've got another podcast on you know what to do with deadlines when you have no offers. I uh, You can find that on agentmonday.com and I'll try and uh, remember to put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, but let's presume you've got a couple of offers in this case. Uh, you want to be kind of ambivalent and not have like, not have an agenda. Back to that example I've used, if the vendor wants $9.50, you, know, you might have worked your butt off and you've got an offer at $8.50 and you know, based on the current market, that that's an awesome price and you might be desperate for the owners to take it. All your managers and all your colleagues would be like, gosh, if they don't take that, they're crazy. You know, like that's a huge price and you convince yourself that the owners should take it and that's the right thing to do. Problem is, if the owners aren't on the same page, it doesn't matter. 
they don't think it's a good price, doesn't matter. So try not to go in there with any preconceived ideas of what should happen. Every owner is allowed to want the most they can get. Whatever you think of that price compared to what their home is worth in the market. It's not what it's about. It's about the owners. So you would present this offer and any offers that you've got to the owners. And let's say your best one is 850. Uh, the kind of words I would use would be to say, Mr. and Mrs. Bender, we've got an offer at 850. We've got another one at 780. Um, this one at 850 obviously is, is the best one there. Uh, your choices are you can accept it if you'd like. Um, sign on the dotted line and we're under contract or we're sold and you know you can move on with life and and go from there uh number two is we can negotiate with them which is where we would you know countersign the offer i go back to the buyer and see if um see if we can get more money from them or you can reject this offer outright and we can go back to the marketing and, and go into our kind of next stage of the process we might look at putting a price on it or adjusting the price and going from there um do you guys have any initial thoughts? How do you how do you feel about it at this stage? Uh, and also, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, totally cool if you want to take some time to think about it. No pressure to make a decision right away. If you do want to think about it overnight, that's absolutely fine. So the that's really disarming at that point, right? Because the owner thinks you're going to go in there and bully them into taking an offer. So if you go in with this gentle approach, making it totally their choice, that's incredibly disarming and comforting, uh, you know, and, and it's a positive experience for the owners, okay? That's a really key part of this whole process is to give the owners that confidence that you're not going to try and push them into doing something they don't want to do. And I would even back it up by saying, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, you know, I'll back you up whatever you want to do. You know, I'm here to, I'm here to fight for you. Now, whatever the owners decide to do at that point, you're going to have an owner that's starting to trust you and believe in you and understand that you've got their best interests at heart. What you're hoping will happen, if you're lucky, is that they will ask for your opinion. Okay? There's no guarantee they'll do that. If they do ask you what you think, that's an absolute privilege. Like, understand the the compliment they are paying you by asking your opinion. That means... They trust you. Don't mess with that. What I've heard a lot of agents done do, sorry, and, and what I've um, seen happen a lot is agents go into that situation and they say things like, "Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Bender, you'll never get another good as prices, another price as good as this. You know, this is the best offer you're going to get. You know, I think we need to take this, uh, and I think you know this is this you know you're doing really well out of this. That, in my opinion, is the worst." approach to take i would strongly suggest you avoid speaking in absolutes at all times an absolute is saying you'll never do better than this or this is the best offer you're ever going to get that's called an absolute statement you know i'll never do this i'll always do that and it's bullshit because you don't actually know if that's the best they're ever going to get you really don't someone could turn up tomorrow and pay 50 grand more so so don't make statements you can't actually stand by or back up because people read that BS as well, right? So a better way of talking about it might be like so this so the owners say, uh, you know, Andrew, what what do you what do you think of these offers? Um, do you think there's more out there, right? Uh, 
say, look, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, I'd never say never, but I'm confident if there was a better price out there right now, the marketing that we've done and the work you guys have put in, that would have found it. You know, things can change, but, you know, we've had 42 groups through the home. You've presented it beautifully. You've made it really easy for, for us to view it. The photos have looked amazing. We've had heaps of hits online. You know, I'm confident if there was a better price out there than 850, we would have found it. Uh, you know, and, and thanks for your hard work getting to this point. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Another good question to ask is, does this offer allow you to do what you want to do? Bring them back to why they are selling. Does this offer allow them to move on with their life? You can have a situation where the owners might say, look, we don't want to take 850. We're going to countersign it at 950, which is what they want. Now, there is a bit of an art to coaching them through that because you might know that if you countersign that 850 offer at 950, you might well lose that buyer. So the kind of words I would use at that point would be to say, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, we've been on the market you know, three weeks now. We've had this many groups through. We've had this many hits on Trade Me. You've presented it really well, done really good photos. The marketing's you know, been, um, we've been really happy with how the marketing's worked. You know, I think if there was a, a buyer at 950, we would have found them. I'd never say never, but just my feeling is that this is, that this is where the, the market sees your property at this stage. The risk is if we countersign this offer at 950, there's a very real chance we'll lose them. They'll see that gap as being too much and just walk away. Now, again, I'm, I'm here to fight for you and I'll back you up whatever you want to do. Um, but if this is this is a really important step that you're about to take and something worth giving some thought to, do you want to take some time to think about it first? How would you feel if these buyers walked away? Where would that where would that leave us? And so you're putting the ball back in the owner's court and you're being real about the situation and giving them all the information, but not forcing them into any decision or trying to pressure them into doing anything and showing them that you're there for them. You're keen to fight for them. You'll hear me talking about letting them think about it overnight, which is very unusual in real estate. Most sales coaches, owners of offices, managers will teach you, you know, you can't, you can't let people sleep on a on an offer. You've got to get that deal signed now. You, you can't let people think about it. You've got to get, you know, sign on the dotted line. And to me, that's real like car salesman kind of kind of BS. This is a huge financial decision for people. What is wrong with thinking about it overnight or for a few hours, heaven forbid, especially if there's multiple decision makers? If I'm trying to sell a house with my wife, I sure as shit don't want to discuss how we feel about that offer in front of you, the real estate agent, or you know, in a matter of a few minutes when we've only just found out what that number is. We need time. We need to sit back and decide how we feel about it. So I strongly would encourage you to... Not be afraid of giving people time to think about it. You know, there's like, don't let buyers sleep on it. They'll change their mind. This is what I'm thinking. If someone would pull their offer out after one night, like how much did they want that house in the first place? If that offer had conditions, they're probably not going through with it if they're that flaky. Same for an owner. Like just let's just take that pressure off people and just give them time to make educated, considered decisions. Which again goes into this idea of creating clients that are happy with the process and how you make them made them feel during that process. Okay, 
So coaching people through that kind of price situation is uh, a bit of an art form, but essentially you want to make them aware of where the market is at. Um, and those key kind of terms are Mr. and Mrs. Owner. If that price was out there, I'm confident we would have found it by now um, with all the work that you've done, with all the work that we've done. And just seeing where you go from there. Another question you can ask if you really get stuck is, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, if, if, if this offer was cash unconditional, what would you accept, right? And maybe they say, oh, well, we'd take it if it was 900. Okay, well, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, I recommend we can assign at 900. And let's see if they can do that. The closer we are to their original offer price, the more likely we are to get movement from them um, or to get some progress. The, the further you are away when you can't assign, the more likely they are to just give up and walk away because the gap might feel too much. Now, again, I'll back you up whatever you decide to do. It's your decision. But I just have to share with you, you know, this um, this information from, from my years of experience doing this job, okay? Now, there's lots of like permutations or nuance or like different situations you could get at that point. Um, and I can't cover like every possible thing an owner might say or every possible thing I've heard in my career. Uh, if you've got a really curly one you want to send me, yeah, feel free to email me, andrew at agentmonday.co.nz and I'll try and answer it in a future podcast. But uh, I think it's more the value set that you want to cling to. Whatever the question is or the objection is, um, it's making sure the owners feel like it's their decision, making sure that they feel like you don't, you're not pressuring them, but you're also being frank and upfront about where the market's at. Now, what often happens in a down market is you start negotiating. That's usually what happens, right? The, the offers never come in at a point the owner wants to take. So you'll end up negotiating. And if you're any good at what you do, sometimes you'll get to a point where you're, you know, kind of 10, 20,000, $30,000 apart. And you're starting to get to that sweet spot, right? We used to have a saying, this is years ago, but like if you get, if you get to the point where you're 10 grand apart, it's, it's highly likely you should be able to make that deal happen. Now, in this market, prices are higher uh, this day and age. So, you know, that number is probably more like twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. If you're getting to that point, you're really hoping that that deal is going to come together. An option that I want to suggest to you is to consider proactively lowering your commission. Now, some of you might think, why would I want to lower my commission? I've worked my butt off. You want to lower it because if the owners are taking less than what they wanted and they're coming down, 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 down to meet this buyer, it just gives them a little win. And they're probably going to ask you to do it anyway. Most owners, you know, a lot of owners do. But it's super, super, super powerful if you can proactively offer it to them without them having to ask. So let's say you get to the point where you're 10 grand apart, right? And you kind of have an inkling that the owners, you know, get to the point where they want to sell it, but they're just getting, you know, the offer and the, the buyer and the owner have stalled. No one wants to sort of swallow their pride and, and drop anymore. Maybe the buyer doesn't want to come up. The owner doesn't want to come down. I would call your owners and say, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Owner, I really appreciate how flexible you've been and, and you know how you've um, kept this negotiation going um, I know you guys want to get moving and I know it's not as much as you hoped it would be so look if it's of any help you know we're happy to you know I've spoken to my manager we're happy to kind of um, contribute to that in some way and, and so we're happy to take um, you know, 
whatever it is whatever you decide is is reasonable four grand off our commission um you know again that does you don't have to take the offer but i just wanted to put that out there to say like uh look we're happy to come to the party a little bit and try and help bridge that gap um totally up to you whatever you decide to do but just wanted to put that out there that if you do want to take the offer you know we're, we're pretty sure the buyers tapped out tried everything with them it's going to be pretty hard to, to get them to move we think from here but it's, never say never um, but just wanted to let you know if you want to take that offer we're happy to help bridge that gap and reduce our commission um, by 4,000 or whatever you think is fair um, to to help make it a little bit more palatable for you for an owner that's you know giving them that win without them having to ask you for it that has for me created so many happy clients i don't want to say happy but you know clients over the years that have been really appreciative and they've gone out of their way to say how much they appreciated me doing that and for me it's like i'd consider it like a marketing spend right like i i cut the commission a little bit there um but then that owner is going to refer you to all their friends and recommend you to everybody because of the way you made them feel so that few thousand dollars will come back in spades so can be a kind of hard thing to swallow as an agent but it's a super smart approach i think if you can if you can employ it um to just leave your clients feeling like wow that person was actually looking out for us um they were trying to solve problems uh, trying to help us you know, without putting it up as us in a position where we were forced to do anything or where we had to go out and like feel like we were being hard work asking the asking them to lower their commission. So that's the end of this kind of list of tips. Uh, hopefully you got something there that you can build into your business on a regular basis to help you build some raving fans, even in the down market. As I've said, if you've got questions or or um, curly situations that which uh, along these lines which you might need help with, feel free to email me, Andrew at agentmonday.co.nz. Last thing I'll say, you can't make everybody happy, right? Like some people will um, be upset with you no matter what you do. So this isn't like a perfect solution, but certainly for me working in like a post-GFC market over the years, this helped me create a lot of happy clients who had good experiences even when the end price they took was much less than what they might have originally wanted or expected so best of luck out there stay awesome if you're not already a subscriber head along to agentmonday.com and get access to amazing content that you can put into your email newsletters and uh, into your direct mail campaigns and onto your website which positions you as the local expert so people come to you when they're looking to sell their home 